0: These brains strike back in silly ways. Today I'm talking about real genius. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. hello movie friends welcome to scott's self- indulgent movie podcast and today i am discussing the 1980s movie which is real genius which is uh i was thinking i as i'll say in my intro i was thinking about uh val kilmer's filmography and i remember that this this one stood out to me so without any further ado let's get started with this documentary coming out i got to thinking about some of my favorite val kilmer movies Kilmer has a number of excellent roles to his credit, in comedies like Top Secret and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, or scene-stilling turns in dramas like Tombstone. Hell, his on-camera reload in Heat was so effective it's apparently shown for military and police training. But there's also a few cult hits, like the weirdo fantasy fun of Willow, and the slightly less sex-crazed version of Nerds vs. The Establishment, Real Genius. The film follows Mitch Taylor, a genius-level high school student who's been admitted to college who's been roomed with resident genius and goof-off Chris Knight, Kilmer. Though Mitch is initially annoyed by Chris's aloof attitude, the two eventually bond and learn to blend having fun and getting work done at the same time. But said work may not have the benevolent intentions they've been told. So I'm proud to report that Real Genius is one of the least problematic 80s comedies Ivory watched in recent memory. There's some iffy stuff regarding relationships and pressuring people to hook up, and a couple of language choices, but I think the PG-13 rating genuinely prevented it from getting into awful territory. This is mostly a movie about goofy antics, and using your smarts to stick it to uptight people or people who want to misuse your gifts. Here's what stands out. First we've got Val Kilmer, The Livewire. I think people forget that when he was young, Val Kilmer had the energy and charisma to maintain an airplane-esque comedy like Top Secret pretty much by himself, and Real Genius really lets that shine. A lot of characters like this fall into the trap of being aloof dickheads. Like Ferris Bueller is cool, but he also seems to ignore that his best friend is going through a depressive or existential crisis in favor of having a good time. Chris Knight doesn't. He's weird and off the wall, but he also takes a genuine interest in the people around him, guides his 15-year-old roommate around, and has understandable ups and downs. His manic energy is mostly infectious, not irritating. And Kilmer's physicality and line deliveries are pretty much perfect. He bounces around every room and commands attention even when someone else is spouting off exposition. It's very funny, and especially when things get silly in the final act. There's shades of what Jim Carrey would be doing in the 90s here. We also capture the gifted kid experience. While the term isn't used as frequently nowadays, anyone who is ever labeled as gifted know there's a different kind of pressure that comes with academic achievement. There's a persistent pressure to be at the top of your class, aka any bad grade is a mental and social death sentence, and you have to achieve something no one else has achieved. So much so that you might forget to be a human being and have fun, because being gifted has defined you. Chris seems to realize this, hence his antics, and it's why he bonds with Mitch, who's constantly feeling the pressure. Another aspect of being a genius is that people will attempt to use your gifts for their own benefit. It's Will Hunting's monologue about working for a corporation in Good Will Hunting. Because he solved some equations, someone who he would like to be having a beer with could get fired or killed. In Real Genius, it's a professor that's leveraging his students' talents for money and fame, and the government who's using the professor to create a devastating weapon. And said professor is played by William Atherton, who is the king of 80s dickheads. Which isn't what anyone working on the project wanted. Which brings up the very 80s but still awesome solutions to bullying and misuse. You fight back with absurdity. One of my favorite things about this movie is how our heroes get even or take revenge. In short, absurd pranks. In Revenge of the Nerds, they do some of this, but a lot of their revenge involves blatant sexual harassment or abuse of the jock's girlfriends. I find it much more fun or interesting for the group to use their gifts to create the dumbest clapbacks possible. For instance, taking a guy's car apart and putting it back together in the dorm hallway. Just revenge for public—just hum- revenge for a public humiliation, or the finale where they destroy the deadly laser in the professor's house with popcorn. Not only is it more lighthearted, but it's a great non-lethal and predominantly non-violent solution that a lot of movies, especially from this era, did not do. The verdict is that it's still silly fun. Real Genius is still a cult favorite thanks to Val Kilmer's buoyant performance and its upbeat tone. Eight out of ten. Mm. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time, everybody. Stay safe.